0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to this app, the Sex Actually Podcast. Your boy Dave Neal here, uh, host Dave Neal. Tasha Courtney's on this episode, and we interview our friend Veronica. It's an awesome chat. Uh, about to get right into that. I wanted to say hello to all of our Patreon listeners. Thank you guys so much for being so kick ass out there. And look, we have some people that are a little upset that we have the Patreon because they can't listen to my solo episodes. And I do empathize with that, uh, with with those that liked the solo episodes. Of course, the dynamic on the group episodes is a little different. Some people just want one person talking to them. A solo episode is basically a really long voicemail. You know what I mean? But sometimes, you know, I don't know. I got I to gotta decide what to put behind the paywall. So we got an email from one of our listeners. And look, again, I appreciate you. You've listened for over 300 episodes. Sometimes what happens, though, when you have somebody as an audience that listens and they're loyal, they get upset at you for, like, changing things up. So we still do free episodes, but she really liked the solo ones. Anyway, she said, Dave, sometimes you demonstrate the ignorance and underdeveloped brain of a 12-year-old who has failed to transition to an adult headspace. Who grew up religious next to a big bowl of forbidden fruit, and now that you are free from that, you've whiplashed into an over the top rebellion. That could be funny if you were 19, but just cringe when you are old enough to be the father of a 10 year old. I guess I am old enough to be the father of a 10 year old. She said, some things are neither good nor bad. They just are. Want to have a healthy sex talk? No need to dramatize and label the sexes with ugliest and gross. That's child's play. Look, you're getting upset that I mentioned that the vagina wasn't the most attractive part of a body. I like, I like a cute nose. I like dimples. I love the vagina. It's great, but I'm a comic. I'm going to make fun of it. I'm not making fun of somebody's elbows. I'm making fun of the vagina. Look, we'll make fun of the dick. We'll make fun of the balls. Not a big deal. Anyway, she went on and on and she said, you're incredible. She said, you're incredible at expressing yourself through words when you're not trying to be funny and you open your authentic self up on your solo episodes. The ideas you have are entertaining, thought-provoking, and fascinating. I can and have listened to you for hours in 300 plus episodes. And look, for that, I appreciate. I just want to stick to the positives for this email. Uh, our listener, I appreciate you. I appreciate that you listen. You said, since putting your best content behind a paywall, I've hit a dark depression. I no longer have the connection, something to look forward to to clean the house to feels like i've lost a good friend you have something that people really want but it's not this potty humor it's community it's not crudeness it's kindness it's not flashy it's vulnerable and deep your presentation on social media falls flat from clickbait titles to pathetic self-promotion attempts poor grammar and punctuation in expre- expression that make you appear illiterate you need work in this area. Doing the same thing over and over just won't get you traction. And the new theme song for the podcast, Trashy. The old one was catchy, vibrant, and welcoming. I'm a dedicated listener, so after your confusion in the in your latest episode, I guess she's talking about the gynecology bit, and my increasing confusion at your departure from your best content, I thought I would put forth this unsolicited and scathing commentary. And uh, to be honest, you can email all you want sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com it was unsolicited and it is scathing and it's and, and you're telling me i'm cringy it's very cringy of you to tell me i've departed from my best work no i've decided to make my solo episodes on a patreon level so we can put a little bread in our tip jar and i've offered to give you all of the episodes the solo episodes for free just to keep you happy that's how codependent i am you might not like the conversations we have. It might be a little different than me talking one-on-one, but that's what it is. It's different. This episode, we talked to our friend Veronica about her vagina that broke, and for seven years, she couldn't figure out what was wrong with it. That's how, that, We don't know where the episode's gonna go. We're gonna talk about whatever's on our minds. Sometimes we we talk our way into a dead end. Sometimes there's a two seconds of dead air, and we don't know what we're gonna talk about next. And sometimes, for hours, we just go nonstop, and that's what it's all about. You know, I haven't departed from my best content. It's just something you're not willing to pay for, which I totally understand. I offered to give it to you. But the, the scathing, I mean, uh, let me go back to this one part. This is what I. This is the one part I had a problem with. And again, my response to you, you've read your response. My response to you was very nice. You know what I mean? Like, I appreciate you as a listener. You're one of, uh, you know, of a lot of people. And you had a very specific thing that you liked. And the people that subscribe to the Patreon obviously like the solo episodes. We'll keep doing that, patreon.com slash this app. But you said you've listened for over 300 hours. I mean, should I bill you for that? I mean, like that's 300. What do you think? What do you, I mean, I like talking to this microphone and uploading the episodes and paying for all the bandwidth and I like promoting my stuff, but like how fucking rude of you to tell me that it's pathetic self-promotion. Are you listening to this, Tasha? She said, <laughs> Tasha, I didn't even want to read it to her because it's so negative. She, you said the pathetic self-promotion attempts, poor grammar and punctuation make you appear illiterate. You need work in this area. All right. Well, all my podcasts are on YouTube. You can clip them together and share them. I, I never once... Uh, and again, I, I like you. I like that you write in. But also, you know I'm a little defensive. So share the podcast with your friends. Tag, you know what I mean? Like, get a few people to subscribe to it. You know what I mean? Like, what do you think? Is this charity? You think we're not here trying to make money and get ad sales? It's just very strange that you're calling my self-promotion pathetic. Is it self-promotion that I'm promoting the podcast? Is, is, is everything we do self-promotion? It's like, if you don't like that, 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 like you'd rather me just perform it for you. Like I'll just call, why don't you give me your phone number and I'll just call you up and I'll just talk to you for an hour. That way we don't have to promote it to anyone. Would that help? Anyway, this took a negative turn, but my point is, is pretty funny. I want to read the intro again. Sometimes you demonstrate the ignorance and underdeveloped brain of a 12 year old who has failed to transition to an adult headspace. Hey, I know plenty of 12 year olds that are smart as fuck people. Now have I transitioned well into the adult headspace? Look to the listener, to all of our listeners. I don't, I don't want to grow up. But if I did, SAP on Patreon now. I want to grow up, but I want to do it under my terms, okay? I want to talk about things that I think are interesting. And if I think that the vagina looks strange to me, then we'll talk about it. But you have to understand what, like, sarcasm and or irreverence is. I, do I really think a vagina is disgusting? Do I refuse to go down on my lady because it's, uh no, fuck it, come on, let's go into it. But, like, it's, the fact that I, I, and again, when I post stuff on Reddit, when I post things online, I'll get a lot of love. And again, I need to express my happiness for all the love that's out there. There is so much love out there. And I know that there's something I do that you love, and, but you're trying to guilt me that you're falling into this deep depression because you don't get my solo content. I offered to give it to you. You specifically, I offered to give it to you. If anyone's listening and they want to hear what's going on on the Patreon, but don't know if they want to commit to the price for it, just let me know. I'll send it to you. And then if you like it, you can subscribe or not. We try to make it very fair. We For the Patreon, for all of our listeners who are s- subscribed to the Patreon, we send you a postcard uh, as thank you for, for being a part of our team. I can't tell you how grateful we are for all the new listeners, uh, the people that are out there. It's a movement that we're kind of just letting you guys in on the growth of our relationship and who we become as people. And if if for no other reason, I can't wait to give something to my my future kids or my younger brothers to be like, look, here's here, you know, here's 500 episodes of of your old man talking about dating and relationships. You know what I mean? That's all we're doing. Anyway, I know this look, I'm not I'm not – I didn't read this email to like try to get all of you to write in love. So many of you write in such loving, supportive, awesome content that is to us personally. I appreciate it so much. You know, a lot of times when you're pursuing creative things, you look for like a guidepost. Which direction should I run into? Who's the one? Like I like I, I, excelled at baseball all because when I was six, the umpire told me I was really good at catching. You know what I mean? You get these little affirmations along the way, these breadcrumbs, Tasha calls them. You follow the breadcrumbs. You go in the direction of the light. So those people that like certain things, we're going to go in that direction. But also... You know, I had to jump on and do a Patreon. So what am I supposed to do? I can't interview my guest and put that on the Patreon and then I collect money and my guest doesn't. So I do the solo episodes on the Patreon. That's what we do. Then the Patreon has tons of other content. Look, it's, it's you're not, don't equate what you pay for the Patreon like, well, I could just subscribe to Hulu or I could do Spotify. It's be you're donating to the Patreon because you believe in me and Tasha and what we're doing and it helps us. And go on our Instagram because we've renovated the kitchen. It looks fucking awesome. We went the new color. We bought some new lights. We're gonna get a new video camera system. We're doing all this because like we want to up the ante and I know I know you said that uh let's say you said the uh post you said uh your presentation on social media falls flat. Look. I'm going to keep posting pieces and bits of our content, whether it's a 60-second clip on Instagram or an eight-minute conversation on gynecologists. I'm going to post this shit across YouTube in different places because that's how you build a new audience. You get your voice out there, trying to sell tickets to stand-up shows. June 23rd, the Mimosa Show comes back. June 23rd, Mimosa Stand-Up Show. If you can't be there, we give all the episodes away on the Patreon. You can listen to live stand-up comedy. Uh, if you can be there, it's a free show. We take donations only. I go and buy a shit ton of mimosas and beers and waters and we pass them out and we laugh and laughter's good. I really hope I didn't steer this into a negative direction. To my listener who has fallen into a deep depression because you don't get my solo episodes, I hope this 10 minutes of me talking to you was solo enough for you. You might not be able to clean the house with it, but if you just put it on repeat, maybe you could do the dishes. And look, I'm not abandoning you. I'm out here. I'm doing my thing. I haven't departed from the thing that it is that you love. I just have to figure out a way. And again, if we can get this to the place where we're making so much money on ad revenue, maybe I'll do more solo episodes. My goal of course is to build the Patreon, but my goal is to have more additional content to give you guys. I already pay for all the bandwidth. It's just like, you know what I mean? I tried that last year where I did a bunch of solo episodes and I'm glad you liked them, but it didn't translate to new subscribers. So I'm trying to put my money, my time, my energy into getting new subscribers because of those of you that do listen, I really think you guys have been so grateful and are on board and so receptive. You come to stand-up shows, you donate to the Patreon, you, you write in on you know, Instagram, you tell us about your life story. Lola, we're going to read your, your letter in this fucking episode, which was amazing. Lola, your writing skills are so good. Uh, Lola's not the one who wrote this letter. This letter was another listener. Lola wrote in and told us about how she caught her man cheating. It's awesome. The, 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 the scenario sucks. I'm sorry you had to deal with that, Lola. But your writing and your ability to find humor in a dark situation, that's what we're talking about. That's what this is. Using humor as a disinfectant on shitty situations. Light shining on the darkness is its best disinfectant and humor is a tool we use to shine light onto those weird things okay that's what this is all about I think that's the best way to describe who we are over here at SAP Studios it's just a bunch of people trying to rib each other in a polite gentle way to you know show each other that we're that while while we're taking our situation seriously we're doing it with humor okay so yes I think vaginas look funny okay okay <laughs> shine some light onto that dark situation with a uh, no further ado enjoy this episode of the sap
1: It's funny, like, have you ever been in the position where you're not sure if you pronounce your name right? Like, you just pronounce your name the way you've always been told to pronounce yeah. your name. But uh, when I was in college, there was this British lady, this was one of our professor- professors, and she says Tasha no. instead of Tasha, no. and I've realized it's just a British thing. Like, that's how they pronounce Tasha, is like, like, Tasha. like Tasha. Yeah, but it's so weird, because then you're like, I don't, well... Yeah, I, I don't know. know. I guess. <laughs> I, I was at a
2: restaurant and the waiter was Polish. So I like, gave him my card and he goes, oh, that's the- this- 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 <laughs> or something. And I was like, huh? <laughs> <And> <laughs>
1: you're, like, you're like, I've never heard a Polish person. <laughs> I, was, I was like,
2: Say can you <laughs> explain more?
0: I don't know what this is. I, to, I want to intro this episode and get started right away before I fuck this up. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to the Sex Actually Podcast. Your boy, Dave Nail with Tasha Courtney, and Veronica Ketkowski.
3: Uh, yeah. Is that good? Yeah.
0: I said it with a question <laughs> <laughs> mark. Yeah, you nailed it. I, uh, can, we, can you just become Veronica K? Can you just...
2: I've thought about it, but I don't know.
0: I like it. So it's Polish? Yeah. Everything, they say what? You guys pull it because toboggan's too long, so everything ends with ski. Isn't that the old joke? You never heard that Polish? Don't look at me like... I have like, never um, heard that joke before. You should before. comedy. Was, <laughs> yeah. never you've heard. never heard <laughs> that you're, heard that. That. you're Polish, haven't. and you've never heard the joke <laughs> that why do they... Well, why is every last name end with ski? Because they don't know how to spell toboggan
2: no no it's not landing for me right now i sorry <laughs> <laughs> i also it's like from my grandpa like i'm not even like a polish person you realize you yeah. still
1: don't have the stream up right oh fuck jesus christ dave
0: okay keep talking though
1: <laughs> sure yeah let me handle this dave <laughs> always like makes fun that anytime he walks away from the podcast it just goes to shit like, because i'm green. like very comfortable with the like Dead air, I guess, or yeah. just like downtime in a conversation. I'm just very comfortable with silence. And so Dave is like, That's great
0: on podcast.
1: Dave is the person who's always like motor mouthing and keeping oh the show running. I just pulled
0: an ab muscle. I literally just pulled a muscle. You're going to be
1: okay. Over. Just have a drink I'm of gonna,
2: water. I'm
0: going to sign on to this thing uh, and we're going to get started. All right. Oh boy. So, uh, so, but, Pol- so you're just Polish by identity. You're, you don't have any Polish history?
2: Not even that. So my grandpa was born there and then literally at age like half. Um, went to Argentina because that family side of family is Jewish, so they were like, "We gotta get the fuck out," you know. Um, so he grew up in Argentina, and that's where my dad's from, and that's where like most of my family.
0: Isn't was. that where the Nazis went?
2: The Nazis did also go there. It's not great,
0: but so that you you're you have a Jewish family that went to Argentina. Mm-hmm. Was it after the war? Is that when they it went? Was like
2: during the war? Like my grandpa was literally a baby. And then the, and
0: then Hitler's over there. They think yeah. I think. They, you know, so Have I'm you just,
1: watched that show Hunting Hitler? No, it sounds fucking
2: awesome. Dude. Tell me
1: more. Dude. It's really cool. It's History Channel, but you can watch it on what? Like Hulu, right babe? And yeah. we've watched a couple episodes of okay. it and it's sort of like the conspiracy theory kind of shows where like they j- uh-huh. it, you know, it's just lots of episodes of them like searching for evidence that Nazis were here and blah blah blah. But there is evidence. Like okay. there's evidence that plenty of high-level officials right. were there and they built like these secret compounds Ooh. and stuff. Um, but anyway, it's an interesting show if you're into that that sort of history
0: oh
2: i am
1: hey we got the live stream okay
0: it never starts like this we're gonna Uh, i'm gonna restart this just because of this
1: thing dave has i'm sure you won't get the name right the second time (laughs) um
0: yeah so this is live streaming we don't have to
1: like pay too much
0: attention to it okay i'm not kidding i'm literally sweating right now from just just from coming from 115 degrees, I took a cold shower. You're just really not very put together.
1: And you know, that's going to leave sweat marks on this thing. And I'm not going to be happy about it.
0: We're never disentangled. We're never, uh, <laughs> this, this like, what the fuck?
1: It's you. Oh, but you it's wrapped this you. up.
0: I was ready to go. And then you wrapped up the cord.
1: I plugged in the shredder. Can't wait to we get have to limited plugs.
0: I can't wait to get to know, <laughs> <I> know.
1: you. <laughs> it's an old building, so it came with like three plugs right. for the whole and apartment. Like, the ceiling,
3: yeah. <laughs> like,
0: that you
1: know? That's uh, not going to make it. So um, just unplug the top right take, one, babe. I can take this off. Top right, unplug it. I'm making your life really simple. Just look.
0: No, I'm already good. The top right one is this. It is? Yep. It's not the shredder? Nope. <laughs> um. <laughs> Do you have a shredder? We have. We like to keep a shredder
1: here. I, you know, I wish I
2: did. I, yeah, I That's fine. I do that like paranoid thing. I black everything out and then I rip it.
1: I have wanted a shredder since I was like seven years old. And then finally I was an adult and I got one. And it's one of my prize positions. <laughs> it's the the
0: <laughs> I'm not kidding. I never do a second intro. Maybe we'll we'll just air it from the beginning. But I just for, 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 uh, I'm trying to impress you, Veronica. I'm trying to make it look like. My bar
2: wa- is so low for everything in life. Like, don't
1: worry. <laughs> I'm
0: trying to make it look like we <laughs> run a good ship here. Everyone, welcome to the Sex Actually Podcast. Your boy Daniel, Tasha, Courtney. This Hello. is take two with Veronica Kietkowski.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Almost. I told you no, you weren't going to
0: get I it. I wasn't even close with that one. Kiet, Kietkowski. Perfect. Oh, okay. Yeah. I, I just didn't have as much confidence that time when I said it. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on our podcast today. Thank you for today. having me. Look, you're episode three forty. Cool. I think. Wow. Three forty. Wow, you guys nice have
2: done run. so many. I know so
0: many. Five years. What the fuck? We weren't dating when we started this. Really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, we started dating in like episode 50 or something. We had wow. so many people told me not to try to date her. So many people were like, dude, she doesn't like, like you. Like one get over person. It. But you've and
2: already talked about so much sex. Like it makes sense.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Well, she was like the chick I was talking about who wasn't even a co-host. I was just talking about this girl I liked. Oh. And then she kind of, and then, and then we're, now we're together. How did you guys meet? uh it's a the it the we met on like a set it's boring okay. we didn't like each other years later hello we settled Great. once you get in your 30s you just settle for people okay. she settled for yeah, me
2: yeah that's fairly <laughs>
1: accurate yes
0: you're a young you're a young duck out there what's what's going on with your dating <laughs> am life am
2: i um i am dating i'm not that young i feel like i'm 26 that's not that <laughs> <young>.
0: fuck you <laughs> you know what when you're 26 and we sco- i'm old everyone's I'm like so fuck young. you <laughs> <laughs> Tw- you're mid-20s yeah what's going on with it are you uh like are you are you pursuing uh relations or are you just single stand-up comedian bouncing around
2: yeah i actually just started dating somebody um it's nice i haven't really like had anything like this ever i've been like pretty much single my whole life
0: what kind of what does he do
2: he works in finance.
0: Ooh, yeah. nice! He's just like a, or, he's like
2: a real person that's not like in the comedy world or in any or of this shit. Or entertainment. <laughs> yeah, like,
1: See, yeah, I hate
0: hearing this because Tasha. I she just wish hates, I could
1: do over. <laughs> she I w- really want to do over.
0: She she feels like life has passed her by, and now she's no. stuck on a podcast with a comic yeah that sounds like a nightmare to a lot of people
1: yeah a lot of people are like cringing listening but that's but you no, know how it's gonna go some reality. shit's
0: gonna go viral you're gonna uh-huh. build your act you're gonna travel the world in an rv or a jet plane or whatever mm-hmm. and then the, no offense but like she if she was with some other dude she wouldn't be able to live the lifestyle she gets to live this uh
1: i would already be on private jets I would already be on Does vacation. your boyfriend
0: have a brother for Tasha? Because apparently that's what might, she wants. We're not
1: at that point yet, so let's
2: not Have you
0: defined the relationship? We've had a
2: couple awkward talks and I actually have it on my mind. I'm like, next time it's got to be. Because you, you
0: want it to be settled in? I
2: just want to stop using condoms. <laughs> <laughs> Is that
0: the thing? You have to use a condom until you know. Yeah, because like, I mean,
2: I'm still like fucking around and like I think he's probably still sleeping with other people too. And I'm like, I'm ready to, to nix the B team, but I just want to make sure I'm also not getting like herpes. Yeah, yeah. you
0: don't want to yeah. nix the you B want, team to you until you know exactly he's the starting
2: exactly um <laughs> I'm trying to find out. Yeah. <laughs> i don't even know but yeah this is the first guy that's like i'm like oh he's actually interested
0: that's weird um, what, at what point do you nix the b team during the conversation or like when you cop enough feels for them
2: I feel like it should be after the conversation like i want all my my ducks in a row before i make those calls and i'm like all right this is done
0: now i know we've but, talked about this in the past where a lot of people the advice i think tasha and i are both on the same page with this where we tell people like not to single out someone as like the one and only future because yeah it's like can you can become obsessive yeah. and you can put too much pressure on it
1: well yeah when you're early on dating i i feel like it's your benefit to still sort of be like casually dating other people totally. like until you have that conversation, yeah. define the relationship. Okay, yeah. this we're gonna do just us for a while, be monogamous. Yeah. Like then then you make the move. But I think in the beginning you wanna get to know somebody without having that.
2: I agree. And I I did notice myself like maybe a week ago I was hooking up with someone else and the whole time I was just kind of like are we done? Like, I was like, oh, fuck, I'm not into this anymore.
0: That's, like, scary. But what is it that but that's makes how you, you
1: eliminate guys know, from your know, circle, right? you yeah. know? Like, sh- slowly but surely, one or two or three, like, stand out from the crowd. Yeah.
0: Now, what makes a guy stick? Because you can have good sex with a guy or a girl or whatever your thing is. You can have, like, a good sexual relationship, but, like, still not like them at all. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it's not always, like, good sex. Or Like, what, makes, what made this relationship stick with finance, bro? Like, that you want to take it to the next level?
2: I feel like we just, like, connect. I don't know. It just feels different.
0: And does he come to your shows and do all that shit?
2: That's how we met.
0: You met he he was an audience member? Yeah. Yeah, wow, you <laughs> fucked uh, the audience. Yeah, chuckle
2: fucker, yeah. Chuckle
0: fucker. fucker, fucker. Oh, I, you know what? This is why I like I usually like will be the one who calls someone a chuckle fucker and then everyone looks at me like I'm the asshole. No. You are a self-proclaimed chuckle fucker. Well, I think that's the other way depending yeah. around. Depending on if how your set went. But it sounds like your set went well.
2: <laughs> 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 before Pretty and well, after. Apparently, yeah. So
0: what was his move? What was did, did he pick you up? How did that work?
2: It was really cute. Like um, I feel so weird talking about this because I'm like, we haven't DTR'd, but whatever. whatever. <laughs> Who cares? Um, no, I like I have a whole. I feel probably heard it. I'm like, oh, you only hook up with douchebags, but so I did my set. I had that joke, and then afterwards, I was like, I don't know. Also during a set, I'm usually like pretty unfuckable. Like I never look that cute. I'm like just a mess. Um, so I was cleaning up because it's the show that I run. So I was like cleaning shit up and like just kind of like ready to go black out and like go home. And I sensed this like man presence, and I was like, huh? and then he was like, he literally goes, "Do you only hook up with douchebags?" Because uh, I'm not one, and I was.
0: like, <laughs> nice yeah. line and I was like yeah
2: wow and then we started talking and then
0: he i'm gonna call him liam i like to liam? give people names that sure. way you're not using their real names but that sounds yeah. like a liam move like now the, the i always say the difference between a creep and someone who's charming is whether or not you're attracted to him like if this I was mean, a like guy really hot so well if this fine. was a guy you weren't yeah. attracted to it would have been like so stalkerish to have some guy i would
2: have just been like yeah please leave um
0: and he has to have that confidence to know that he can just come up from behind and yeah. like be like some lurking presence and then just nail it with yeah. the line he nailed it that's a finance bro he line. really nailed it I like a good finance bro. I yeah. lived in New York with all all my buddies were finance bros, and like they were, yeah. They they. I mean, it's like uh, you know, business bros. That's like the industry you get into when you don't like have anything special you want to do. Is you get into business. Right? Well, what
2: I like about him is that he has other passions, and he's not just like a bro, finance. You know, he's not just like going to work and then, like doing coke all night. Like he does like other things, so I like
0: he that. He sells Coke. He doesn't just do <laughs> it. He sells it. He's a businessman. He's, He's got to run a business. Man. What's like, Like, uh, are you aware of the sort of red flags that do, you're 26, you're right in the prime of your red flags, mm. paint them white part of your life.
2: So I actually last, not even last year, it must have been a year and a half ago, I was like in this horrible thing, and then I was like, I made a promise. It was like a cheesy like New Year's promise, but I was like, no more... Of the red flag painting white, It was like, the minute you see one, run your ass out of this situation. Like, this is insane, and this is the first guy where I'm like, I'm like, where are the the flags? Like, I don't. So nothing have, has come up yet. You haven't seen any flags yet. Yeah, I, mean, wow. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no flags yet. It's horrifying. I'm just like, fuck. They're like,
0: what are you looking for? Like, uh, what's what are you what are you cautious of when you start a new relationship?
2: Um, if they're just like shady, especially about like other girls that might be around, and the fact that like we've just been the, like, yeah, we're fucking other people still, like whatever. I'm like, oh, you're being honest. Like, cool, and like just. Just general shadiness. I feel like that's
0: now it. what has happened that has made it think that the relationship's progressing. Are there like Sunday morning phone calls? We've like been on a trip together. Oh, ah, like, you on a trip? Me.
2: Yeah, where'd you go? Uh, we went to Ventura. Well, oh, yeah.
0: nice. oh I think I I for some reason it was like a
2: little weekend. I know Memorial I, Day I trip. heard
0: Honduras, but I we went to Honduras. <laughs>
2: yeah. it I,
0: heard, really I, I literally heard Honduras yeah. and then like no, she said she definitely said Ventura, <laughs> the next county over.
2: Yeah, we were but supposed to go camping and then the campsite got rained out and he was like, Well, you're already coming to meet me in Ventura because he's already up there. I was like,
0: Cool so what'd oh, you go nice. what'd you do we just stayed
2: in an airbnb and like just drank oh wow yeah, was nice. and
0: you had that protected sex you what's I up know, god. now i didn't realize that was the move that you go that you wait till you're you know that's a very like uh sort of what, uh, you,
1: what did you think
0: i don't know i thought you just bang i didn't realize we we're worried about condoms and all that shit yes. i didn't know yeah. i mean like how many people responsible
1: people are worrying about condoms babe, babe. it's not worth it to just have a
2: lifetime of her yeah, or, you know, yeah. i hear you yeah just, when
1: you're like dating around yeah no, yeah no no no
2: and i have an iud in, and apparently that can be like make it you can it increases your chances of like shit going wrong basically the way my doctor explained it to me she's like those little things are basically like a tightrope for disease i was like
0: great jesus oh, <laughs> christ a thank for you for that visual
3: <laughs> she's
2: like they can just go up into your uterus is it like, a
0: tightrope like, so it's i thought it was like a it's like well, a new like ring things right that
2: hang down and she's like they can just crawl up in you what are they doing what's the, what are they hanging so you can pull it out oh. when you're ready. yeah
0: And you gotta go in there and you pull it with your fingers?
2: I think the doctor will. Oh, okay.
0: I, I won't. So <laughs> yeah. it's basically like with uh, the blimp has when the blimp's Kinda. got the... Right? <laughs> yeah. You got a blimp in your vagina. Yeah. By the way, I, and again, again, it's I guess it's an ongoing thing now. I started posting content online and uh-huh. everyone's calling me cringy online, but no one's ever told me in, in real life that I was a cringy person, but I was t- having this conversation with um, our guest Jess and Tasha a few weeks ago and we were talking about gynecology and the fucking internet. I mean, it was like four or five people, but they went <laughs> off on me. Being That's like, the internet. What, show, me your, uh, show me your medical school degrees it's like don't you realize the podcast is about pulling shit out of your ass or <laughs> vagina depending on what you're talking about like w- since when do we need to have like uh, to We've know never what-
1: claim to be experts <laughs> do, just I, so
0: everyone do i knows? have to put a disclaimer at the top of every episode like don't Take us for medical this advice. This is not <laughs> medical
2: advice. Wait, I thought I was here to get my IUD
0: taken out. <laughs> well, is so well the forceps, is, it's forceps. I don't. Know. So, uh, get that. I have a spatula. We don't even have time. A right. spatula this, uh, again.
1: B- it's called a speculum.
0: <laughs> no, I was literally talking about a spatula. I was going to say that we've got like salad bowl. Anyway. anyway. So, uh, so yeah, and I and I and I made the, the fucking mistake of saying that I thought the vagina was ugly, which I still stand by. It's a weird looking well, instrument. Well, penises
2: aren't, aren't exactly as long no, as we either.
1: agree like, that all. Yeah. of of downstairs, everybody's downstairs is a little wacky looking. It's weird. It just is. But I'm just
0: like, saying because but it's, it's like I want in.
1: You know, it's like, <laughs>
0: whatever. Because the vagina is like inward, and there's different levels and layers to it. It can breed. There's there's more disease. Like there's a reason women have like. The, are you kidding me? Yeast infections. You you can't even have a you know fuck in the hot tub. No guy's gonna have a problem if he fucks in the hot tub. My point is is that men like they gave men like we're the dumber gender because we're not gonna be take care of our dick and balls. So they gave us. Diseases that can go with it, I think. Like, we don't have to worry about HPV well, and all that shit. You guys yes. are, no, we yeah. don't. Like, women are the women, unfortunately, are getting like the cervical cancer. You got to pee after you have sex. No guy's going to pee yeah, after you have y- sex. Yeah, but it's
1: y'all being irresponsible not knowing that you're carriers that's like mm-hmm. causing cervical cancer in women. So, like, you could step it up and like go to Planned Parenthood and get tested every six months. And that would be really helpful for all the girls out there that are trying not to be like 75% or whatever the stat either? is
0: is it something you worry about when you meet a guy? Like, do you need to see his sex history? Like, now if you define the relationship, so you pull the goalie, you pull the the condom Well, I think in
1: general, like, you're supposed to disclose. Like, if you have something that is not curable and high risk of giving it to somebody else, you need to tell them.
0: Oh, yeah, it's super illegal to not tell someone if you have herpes or something, of course. But like, did you do you ask when you first when you like like you know what I mean like so what are you gonna do? look at his medical charts some HIPAA agreement shit no. you know what I mean like it's a it's a weird conversation because we had someone who wants to be on the podcast I don't know if I'm gonna even let them be on which probably shouldn't now I'll <laughs> just because they're the founders of the Safe app and apparently it's an app that like uh you know everyone who sees everyone it's like a tinder but when you were swiping through you get to know for sure that they've been tested like this week and and i love the idea behind that i just didn't like what the, they wanted to come on and like pre-approve all the questions and i was like this ain't a fucking sponsorship yeah. bro like i'd rather you know not make a penny than have than have to be like so tell me a, mm-hmm. you know what i mean it's like we're here to talk to our friends about their iud's and things like that right. i always <laughs> mess it up with ied or what's the explosive
1: revised explosive device <laughs> that it please don't put that in your vagina
0: i <laughs> <laughs> always mess up does those Come with strings too. Like, yeah, you don't want to. Anyway, so, so, um, in the now, in the past, I wanted to ask this how many guys is a safe, good, like, fine amount of guys to be hooking up with where you're not overdoing it? Like, do you have a certain number where you're like, all right, I'd like to have hooking
1: my, up with or dating?
0: Hooking up with, like, like, um, like, like, uh, when you're waiting to see which of these uh, saplings takes root how many different
2: my roster is about three right now in like, a roster. and it's like well it's just i get tired i feel like any more than that yeah. is kind of like a, a lot of upkeep
0: yeah so, so what's like, wrong with the other so you got you got main liam but what's wrong with these other two
2: i'm just uninterested like but there's you're still no future. L-
0: do they know that
1: <laughs> i think i don't they know subscribe neither, none to the of the are making
2: if, an effort you know to like guide yeah, it into anything more serious it's either, either like
1: it starts to fizzle out and i think that's what you come to see when you're like when you have a small handful is like either guys are gonna be really into you and they're gonna be like wanting to like live in the masculine and that means like stepping it up and planning dates mm-hmm. and following up and calling to say good morning and like doing all the things that make you feel like wow he's Mm -hmm. treating me like a queen like he's really excited about me that's a precursor to what your future relationship is gonna look like
0: Mm -hmm. now are those guys doing that are the other two it's
1: just like a pretty
2: much a sex is it
0: like a you up thing
1: pretty
2: much yeah
0: but
1: it
2: goes both. i mean it's both ways like
0: now you want me to move your mic stand no you're gonna keep it there okay so it's they don't so if you want them to find out that you're not into them just send them this episode of the podcast Apparently just say you should, hey yeah. it's 15 minutes hey, in just forward to that done. part and then re- yeah. subscribe to the podcast and leave it a review but I also a,
2: yeah i have a feeling in the next like month or so things will sort of fall into place and like, i'll probably have to make some changes but i feel like for now i'm chilling
0: have you had your uh, heart broken before
2: um i've never i don't know Like, i guess because I've, I've never really been in like a serious actual relationship and why is that um there's probably a lot of answer well like where do we that. start
0: off and let's start off in college like what what was you went to, what was your college like uh persona were you um, just free and easy or no
2: i so i kind of like broke my vagina for like seven years like it was basically broken. what <laughs> you didn't lead yeah. with
0: breaking your vagina That you got that's a story you lead <laughs> i know <with. laughs>
2: that's probably why i haven't really dated a lot um yeah
0: how do you break your vagina for seven years i like, don't even
2: know that's just like my funny way of putting it but i like, basically just like every time i was having sex i was just bleeding like constantly and it was obviously like not fun for both of us. You know, anyone who was involved, it was like not cute. And like, there's only so many times you can be like, my, "My period, me, so silly." Like, it was not. that. And would you
0: communicate to them like, "Hey, I've I've got a um, you know, I a, a bloody vagina." No, because it wasn't
2: like all. The, it was like 90 percent of the time. So every time I was just like filled with anxiety. I was like, "I hope this is the time it doesn't happen." And then it would, and I'd be like, "Fuck!" And it was just like horrible. And, do and you know what kind of bleeding? Just like almost like a cut, like just like blood. And I was like, "What the fuck?" This is so stressful. And I cannot tell you how many doctors I went to. But some of them were like at the UCLA Health Center, which, by the way, that place fucking sucks. I had a rash one time on my back, and she was like, "We think it might be herpes." I was like, "It's my back. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it is." Like, can you just give me a cream because it itches? Um, so they suck. They suck. Um, so I was like going to so many doctors. I was like, I don't know what's going on. And then of course it became a mental thing where I was like, I can't even enjoy sex anymore. I'm like closed off. Like it was like I can't even like let anything inside of me because I have this anxiety that now I'm gonna be like bleeding all over this person's bed. Like whatever. Um, and then finally, it must have been like two years ago I was just like okay I can't so I went to this new doctor in Beverly Hills I love her Dr. Rebecca Brown she saved my life um and I was like this is my history help me like I don't know what's going on and she literally I feel like within two minutes like looked inside of me and she was like oh yeah you have like this thing like there's like these cells that are like supposed to grow on the inside of your cervix that are growing on the outside so they just keep falling off and I was like excuse me bitch
0: it's just a little cervical
3: and she was just like how do you fix that
2: so she was like well there's a couple things we can do we can take you off the pill see if your body adjusts give it a few months and then if it's still happening come back and we'll like do this one little procedure I was like what the fuck this has been like years and years of just like honest like it was like tormenting. It was horrible. And
0: all these doctors, no one was able to like all these diagnose. Doctors like,
2: Are you sure you're not using enough lube? I'd be like, that's not the problem. And she
0: pops the hood and is like, there and it she's is. She's literally
2: like, this is your issue. And then the pill kind of helped, but not really. And then they did this procedure where they essentially like cryogenically freeze your cervix and they stick this tube in you and they freeze those cells. It was excruciating. Is that um, like
0: an icicle? They stick an icicle in there? Is that how it works?
1: That's it? A, No, but I have heard from um, someone else. That's the kind of thing that they do when uh, they're what is I guess it would be HPV or something they go in and like freeze cells yeah yeah
2: it was crazy but the idea behind it was that like those cells all die and then it regenerates ideally not incorrectly um so she did that i went off to host a show that night bad idea i was like i'm dying um but then after that i was like totally fine and i was just like fuck man
1: and all it took was one just doctor that. to just listen to you and yeah. coincidence she's a woman She's literally
2: a goddess well I you her. know
0: I'll, I'll say this because uh w- when we posted this video about our chat about gynecology and who knew i who knew that i'd be the uh, the, for- the expert, forefront yeah. expert on uh, talking about vaginas because uh, they are disgusting, and no, they're ladies. They're not disgusting. We love them. They're beautiful flowers. As long flowers. as you follow
1: that with dicks are absolutely disgusting too. I think you're all right. Dicks Let's can just, be
0: disgusting, but you dicks can have a vile. you, have you seen it. They're a dick? so gross. I've seen.
1: They look like, like alien yeah. things. I, don't know.
0: <laughs> I was sitting down in my, with my boxers <laughs> on, and like my dick like fell out of with Ugh, the wrong hole. Away. And Tasha looks at it, goes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Like
0: a, imagine a world where I was like,
3: "Man, look at your clam chowder!" But you won't
2: because vaginas are nice and tucked away, and they're just like.
0: Sometimes, <laughs> in some vaginas, some labias look like small penises. Really-
2: yeah, small Go- penises. Google it.
0: You can have like a like literally like a dick vagina they're very similar i've I mean, never
1: seen a dick vagina but i have seen very long labias there you like, go f- like four inches i think Google they it. can be like four inches
0: well what was i getting to i had a strong point that i was I
1: don't reading, know you were talking yeah. about oh, being the
0: so so someone in the comments said hey you know because we would be like oh male doctors must suck because you know they um they're not empathetic and this and that and again we're 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 but whenever you talk about genders it's a giant you know yeah whatever it's like very broad stroke here but uh but then someone said hey to defend male gynec- Psychologists, a lot of times they're very um, inquisitive because they don't make they don't project their own vagina. Mm-hmm. They don't have a vagina to be like, well, you're just blah blah blah, or you're just mm-hmm. bleeding, or did you you got herpes on your back? They're just like, <laughs> I mean, and yeah. I guess it depends on your case. And I guess the point is, is to like if you're going to get a second opinion about anything, it's your own body and like figuring yeah. out what's wrong because like how treatable and easy it is to like live a happy life but for seven years you had a broken But penis. also
1: I just think it's like not cool that you have to go to multiple doctors to find one who's willing to listen to you, mm-hmm. A, but also is inquisitive and wants to give, find the answers mm-hmm. and I, I don't know, I just feel like in my own personal experience for all sorts of ailments I go to a doctor and they're either dismissive of me, yeah. like I'm just a complainer meanwhile i'm like the person who never go you know i would i would wait until i'm on my deathbed to go to the doctor and um you know, so they, they dismiss you or they, they don't listen to like your full history. Like if you've got something that you think is complicated, you're in tune with your body mm-hmm. and you're going to give them a list of five symptoms that you think is related They They like, don't even want to hear it. Yeah. Right. Or they just say, it's probably this, write your prescription and that's it. And they send you home yeah. and you don't have any follow up, or if it doesn't work, you're, sp- you know, it's right. just like a lot of, I don't know. I, I feel like, it Maybe it's part of our medical system that just like...
0: Yeah, they're three hours doctors late, they are got tea time.
1: Well, no, but like you shouldn't want to be a doctor unless you are an inquisitive and like empathetic person Yeah, like that. Those should be like the foundation of you deciding you want to be a doctor is like a, you like have a huge drive to help people and, and you, I, I don't, I don't know, but I feel like a lot of people go into medicine because they are just like, oh, well you make a lot of money and, and that's it. But they're and not like, they
0: score like, well and they're just like smart. And sometimes, yeah, you're better off having someone who's just like listening to you mm-hmm. and the, that it's, it's, it's kind of, I mean, it's a lot of what we talk about on the podcast podcast is like learning how to communicate and mm. like your doctor is no different they need to know how to communicate to you and vice versa but and
1: like yes they're on a schedule but i don't know it just seems like it's a large percentage of doctors that don't want to listen
0: so she fixes it boom you're healed yeah then what
1: well
2: then i was like i'm fucking i'm gonna fuck everybody i'm fucking everybody
0: out here you got seven years to make up yeah ladies and gentlemen right in
2: i had a lot of like sex during those times it always was just like a one-night stand and then i'd be like well i just ruined that because like i ruined his you know his bedding is destroyed now um
0: do these guys think that they just had such big dicks
2: sometimes and i was like yeah it's because your dick is so big oh my god (laughs) like i was like anything to just get me out of here at this point um and oh, then, but so
1: traumatizing. Yeah, it wasn't the
2: most fun. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, and then after college, I dated like kind of this one guy for like a little bit of a year, but it was like on and off. And like we worked together, biggest mistake of my life. Um and then after that, I dated this other guy for like six months, but like it wasn't exclusive. You and, met like, the
0: guy at work. Yeah. And then you so you did the whole shit where you eat type of thing. Oh yeah. Was it sexy while you were dating? Or like It how, was like,
2: until like I got an insta message from his uh what I thought was ex girlfriend being like, Hey, just FYI, we never broke up. And then I was
0: like, Ugh. Oh. what she slid into your DMs to tell yeah. you that? Yeah. And you are like, all right, let's find out what this request so she is. She
1: found yeah. out that he was cheating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because he'd always told me
2: that they'd broken up. And like, even, I think I even said, like, before our first date, I was like, are you sure you just got out of a relationship? I don't think we should rush. And he was like, no, I'm over it. And I was like, great. And then. It's weird uh, you guys
0: talk like that. We've
2: talked like that. Oh.
3: Yeah. It was so <laughs> hot.
2: Is that true, though, that they never broke up? Apparently. And then we were like DMing back and forth. She actually seemed pretty chill. I was like, man, we could have been friends in another life. I
0: love these stories where they, the women become like friends over. She seemed it. dope.
2: And then we were like comparing stories and being like, oh, yeah, oh, oh. Oh, yeah. now, did
0: he, now, I wonder if she broke up with him then. She did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so she, she was, was like, like, it's over. I'm just wanting over.
2: to know. Or she was just kind of like, I just want to know, like, for peace of mind and, like, you guys, you know, like, what was going on. And I was like,
1: oh, God. Uh, yeah, because I feel like when you're making a decision to break up with somebody, especially if you've been together for a long time, it's nice to, like, have yeah, that confidence totally. that, like, okay, this wasn't just in my head, like, yeah. definitely. He was- guys,
0: I wasn't going to bring this up now, but it, it relates to it. We got a, we have a listener email that's about cheating. Can I read it for you guys? sure. Now, it's going to be on the, a little bit on the long side, but it's, it was it's really well written, and, um, I'm going to have to push back here so I can move it like this, um, let me, let me pull it up here. I was a little, yeah, I was wondering when I was going to read this, but she just wrote in a few, actually I think yesterday, her name's Lola, she's written in before about some pretty crazy things going on in her life, where she was, I the last time name. she wrote in, yeah, well that's a fake name I gave her, just like I gave Uh-oh. Liam. I have to give people fake names. I was going to say,
2: I use that Lola like tampon service, I love it.
0: Lo- oh yeah? Yeah. By the it's way, the Lola's best. amazing. So she wrote in a day ago. Um, she's a huge supporter. She's listened to hundreds of hours of the episode. And anyway, I love her. I, you know, I, I love our fan. And I hate to say fans, but our listeners that are so just like. They're smart, they're kick-ass, they're like, she's well-written, but like, anyway, I'll just read it for you, so just kick back and listen, uh, but after you're cheating, you know, Instagram cheating, it sounded like it made sense. Hey, y'all, it's been a while since I've written, so I thought I'd give y'all a little update. First, though, y'all are killing it, the podcast and the private Patreon episodes have all been fire. Definitely digging the Mimosa shows you upload as well, life has been a shitstorm lately, so it's great to have a break from that just to laugh. Also, Tasha, how the heck is your skin always so freaking gorgeous? You're always glowing. Share those secrets.
1: Oh, thank you, Lola. I had a rough skin month this month. we're slowly recovering. Thank you. I know, really appreciate it.
0: Our listeners know my love language is affirmation, so they like to fluff us up. <laughs> <Soon place. you. laughs> um, she goes, all right, now for the meat and potatoes of the letter. Uh, uh, I gotta give him a fake name. Peter. Peter is out, blocked in my phone and all social media. He got real ugly because he couldn't manipulate me to do what he what he wanted. So I told him to feel free to shove his head up his own ass <laughs> and hit that block button. Mm-hmm.
1: Good job. I'm all about the block. I'm Ooh, all about it. the block. Rip the band-aid off when you break up. Nope. Delete. 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 I'm the same way. Like, what is the point?
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I'm not doing that now. That's about Joe. We aren't together, and that's been hard. Even though I know in my brain that's what's best for me, I still miss him every single day. It's only been three weeks, but gosh, it's hard. Now for the story on how that finally happened. It took me four years, six months, and 20 days to realize that Joe is a fuckboy. boy. He's king fuck boy. I think he might even have written the manual. You see, he had been sick a couple of days and had been staying, and I had been staying with. Him him and taking care of him but went home on friday night to sleep in my own bed he then texted me at 5 a.m on a saturday morning and said he was really sick and asked if i would take him to the er so i drove the 40 minutes to his house and then to the hospital with him after a long morning they said he had the flu got prescriptions and fluids and, f- and uh, food and took him home. He asked me to, st- uh, to take a nap with him. Since it had been an expectant- unexpectedly early morning, I agreed. However, I only slept around 20 minutes and He's woke up. He's got the
1: flu. Who's taking a nap <laughs> with somebody fuck? with the flu? I'd be putting you in the other Lola, room.
0: Lola's great. Take a nap with him.
1: <laughs> I'd be like, uh, you're quarantined <laughs> yeah, to your side Hi, of guys, the house. Guys, this
0: is when women become fucking women. This is when you guys get all you know conniving or whatever. He, she goes, I didn't want to wake him, so I got up to go to the living room. I walked around to his side of the bed to fix his covers as they were bunched up and halfway off him and laying there on the floor was his phone face up unlocked. The case on his phone has a built-in screen protector and it often prevents the phone from locking itself after a few minutes of not being used like the most phones. I told myself to walk away. I told myself not to look at his phone. It was Pandora's box and I probably didn't want to know what I already, what I didn't already know. So I fixed his covers and stepped back, but it, but he was still snoring so he was out cold. I stood there and stared at his phone, adrenaline pumping through my veins, making me simultaneously shake like a leaf and feel like I could crush his phone in my hand. You know what happens next? You already know. <laughs> 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 she said that in all caps. You already know.
1: Yeah, we know. No. I All picked right.
0: up his phone and did the flight of the bumblebee into his living room. I started going through texts, and my brain couldn't focus on the words. I was reading them but not comprehending them. So I stood still and held my breath to see if he was still snoring or if my sprinting out of his room woke him up. I decided to go into his guest bathroom and lock the door. I put the phone on the counter because I was shaking so hard I couldn't hold it steady. I took a deep breath and started reading again. I wish I had an Ignorance is bliss, right? To be honest, it rather makes me sick to my stomach, even recanting to you now. So many women, so many. Some of them I knew from threesomes we had. Some of them I knew about. Some of them I suspected. Some of them were total shocks. Mm. And they just took his fuckboy ways and didn't uh, bat a fucking eye. One of them canceled plans with him because her father died. And hand to God, she fucking apologized to him that her dad died and she couldn't see him. Then she asked him if she uh, felt like she needed to get away and have someone just hold her, uh, if, she, if she could come see him. And he told her no, he'd be busy but would think of her in her difficult time. Then proceeded to blow her off for several weeks. Um, it goes on and on. Do you guys want me to keep reading this? Is there like more this? juicy
1: stuff? Oh, that's
0: a different one. Uh, let me cut to the part. Um, wow. This guy sounds like a piece yeah. of work. I want to, I'll just go to the ending. Um, she goes, she, yeah, she just kind of like gave the details about how much of a fuckboy boy he was, which is very fascinating, but I don't want to, uh, oversaturate with you the fuck, uh, fuck boy literature, but she was very good at describing this. I mean, this guy was not, he is not a likable guy. Um, but anyway, it oh, turns no. out his daughter coaches her daughter, oh. so like they, she had to, she like left him, boom, cold turkey. But oh no, so so um so here's what happened. Uh, the the girl who was cheating on him was like supposed to be his. Be- no, I, I'm sorry, I'm I'm trying to paraphrase this, and I'm I'm, I'm just growing. read it. You're gonna no take no no, it's, t- it's it's too long. <laughs>
1: Paraphrasing the, she anyway, it. she
0: waited like a few weeks before she broke up with him. She kind of like. She she gave us some space. Well, she just knew that like this guy was horrible, but also just like forced it down and kind of like you know carried. And then she said he was nice to him after. Like he, she took care of him, and she kind of forgot about it. And then finally, like she just like they got in a thing, and then she just snapped, and she she was like, "It's over." But she said it's hard, and she still misses him. Um. Uh, better man by Little Big Town is so perfect for me at this moment. It's on constant repeat in my car. So anyway, that's where I am right now, Lola. And uh, anyway, it's just interesting that like someone can be such a piece of shit and you still love them. He's an older guy. He's out of shape. He's like he's like not even in her league yet. And the guy, the girls he was cheating on, were like not in her league. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, you've got to protect yourself. That's that's what it comes down to. It doesn't matter. It, breakups are always hard. It doesn't matter if the person's a total piece of shit. I mean, mm-hmm. that's why they talk about, like, women trying to leave their abusers. It's, like, nearly impossible yeah. because the head fuck that you get, you know, from, like, letting someone inside of you, quite literally, and, like, mm-hmm. being close and sharing a life and building things together. And this
0: guy had a steady job. He was making good money. So it's kind of like, you. I feel like you can kind of see, like, your future with somebody financially mm-hmm. and then you have to deal with the fact that's like or just
1: your future in general you like fantasize that you're like building a life with this person and then you come to find out that that's not true have
0: you had so so this guy was on the same fuck boy status where like what yeah. I, what what sort of issue does somebody have where they need to mrs doubt fire different relationships like who's got the fucking
2: time that was my biggest question i was like when did dude you- Uh, what we hung out decently like a decent amount and the days we weren't hanging out i was fucking sleeping (laughs) like i'm like yeah and he had a job
0: full-time job and then it's like you say you never got your answers for all that for what like did you just dump him? like how did how did you go i mean
2: i literally like i didn't want him i don't know i didn't want to like turn it into a huge thing so I basically was just like don't talk to me and then like he kept wanting to like ask me why and I was like you know what I don't owe you shit like we're done leave me alone forever I'm blocking you on everything and that's it and and
0: you still had to work with him yeah so then so then uh what's the strategy after after that just like did you guys Blinders
2: just ignored i was like so and then he like would chat my friends at work being like can
0: you get her to talk to me and they were like can you fuck off um
2: <laughs> it was really i also kind of had one foot out the door at that job anyway so i was sort of like do you think he but w- how
1: annoying is that and how unprofessional yeah Like, well, then i
2: also found out after that he was just like fucking basically every other girl at that company like he th- this guy had problems and like i think for a while it was like it was me what about whatever but it was all about him it was all like whatever shit is going on in his brain and
0: yeah so so uh do you think he wanted to know why you weren't like do you think he wanted to know for his own reasons to find out if his girlfriend knew or yeah, like
2: and i was like i don't know you that can you imagine can you the
0: stress of like trying to like it's first of all it's bad it's bad to cheat that's bad but like to have an ongoing double life my yeah. buddy my buddy in college he's, he's one of my best friends love this guy found out his dad was like his everything you know what i mean like guys guys, guys have a look secret a couple, family secret family in russia Shut Secret family in Russia. in Russia. And his and his dad made enough money that he could like, you know, like he travel he traveled for business and that's what happens. I feel fuck. like he I feel like he pro- he probably like like it was Why dating? is
1: this a fairly common story? Yeah, think, you I, know I, someone yes. with a a second family. I feel
2: like I always hear about these like secret family things. I used to always okay, you know like the Craigslist killer, how he was like engaged and you hear about all these like serial killers that like have girlfriends, and I used to always be like, How the fuck did they not notice? Like I would totally notice. And then I dated this guy and I was like, I had no fucking idea. I like I really now like i totally can see how you do get into a secret family thing because it's you not but if, uh, but like a
1: second family like uh, it's one thing if you're in a relationship it's yeah. sort of new whatever it's not that serious you don't live together you have separate apartments or yeah. whatever like i can sort of see how people find stuff to do in their off time yeah. but like when you are a family and you have kids and you have a home like, like how does that happen i knew someone too that had a second family in like south carolina and at something. what point I mean,
0: I mean in a and you have to look at it like my buddy he was like his world was shattered we i oh mean we God. know like yeah. even like our friends that just moved to san diego her dad was like had a second family or like had like a long-term lover that mm-hmm. was like they were juggling it's like what the fuck and our guest last episode not a second family but our guest last episode is the side bitch to a guy like the guy's in a relationship but lives with his girlfriend and she's the side bitch and she's waiting for them to break up and yeah. it's like what the fuck
2: It's so fucked, but I mean, also like, what's going on with the other family in Russia? Are they just like, oh, cool, I got this American dad? Like, yeah, he comes for one month
1: every year.
2: Like, you know, the government
0: must be on top of that because that just sounds like some some Russian shit going on.
1: What do you mean, the government? You know, the
0: government. If you have a family in Russia, I'm sure the government is tracking your shit. If you're just bouncing between a family in Russia, spending money on them, t-ball, like. I don't know if they do okay. like T.
1: <laughs> oh, you mean like just sending? I'm saying that, like
0: Leslie it looks money. sketchy. It just it probably looks sketchy. On the government knows like where you're spending your money. His wife, I mean, and they're still together now. No, yeah, no, and and, not. and and she's amazing. No, and. Not. And and that and that's the thing that's complicated, where like they had their life set together in yeah. the states, and then he just fucked it up. But like, what is she to do now? Of course, because we, we know. Like, I've got my own, my own. Uh, I have a sister who. I thought who, you were gonna
2: say secret family. I was like. Yeah, well. <laughs> and, uh, Surprise! We
0: Anything I can do to get a subscriber here? <laughs> I just created new families. Write in review. Join the Patreon there, oh Monica. Uh, so yeah, it's um. Yeah, like I've got I've got a I've got some family that's that they've been cheated on and and they've got divorced and got remarried like yeah. to get together they got remarried together they they like said they're gonna figure it out and so yeah. it's complicated and i think you should expect if you're gonna do something adulterous you should expect that it's gonna end your relationship but, but also i think it's brave when it doesn't if you're able to like overcome that i think that's brave too
1: but if you're so unhappy in your relationship that you're seeking another relationship why not just break up like why not put the, put the your th- period at the end of this sentence yeah. before you start the next Paragraph that just makes more sense to me than like you're hurting a, a lot of people in the process
2: because <laughs> I feel like to them it's like almost getting off on this mind game of like I'm tricking everybody you know because like they're not thinking rationally. Don't
0: like get that. me wrong, yeah. I'm sure it's a crazy cum to be like banging something you're not yeah. supposed to bang, but that's like the genetics of spreading your seed. That's like there's something inside of men that's like that it's, it's forbidden. That Genghis Khan, right? Or like who you know what I mean? There's isn't there like a percentage of the world's population that's all is it Genghis Khan or is it a different
1: why because of rape, raping yeah and he literally had
0: hundreds of thousands of people like and it was all from his like DNA anyway I'm probably again I'm not an expert but yeah it's, <laughs> we
1: need a fact checker no but it's like and
0: again I don't think you, people I don't think these guys set out to have a second relationship yeah. but it's like what are you gonna so is it like is it no is it almost it just seems
1: like that is like such a red flag like if you're having these thoughts obviously there are problems in your relationship so make the decision am I gonna fix the problems in this relationship mm-hmm. or Or am I giving up on this and moving on and that but obviously it's too simple
0: for a lot of people and you call them psychopaths and again I'm not here to defend anybody but like I can see I can like rewind like in a situation where you say right, you find out you got a second family in Russia let's backtrack it what did you do knock someone up and then you got to go visit them so you keep sending them money and Mm they forgot like there's probably a route where it's not normal but this shit obviously happens and like not everyone who cheats are they're not all monsters people are fucked up and and, and again, it's not. I'm not trying to defend people. I'm just saying it's it, it's it's but very you, complicated how, like, how people can like develop these web of lies yeah. and you go, holy shit.
1: But you, don't you get to a point where you're like digging and digging yeah. and you're like, oh, this is the point of no return. Like I can either come clean now or I can continue to dig myself deeper and what's the best, you know, obviously there are consequences for mistakes and sometimes, you know, maybe you get a girl pregnant in Russia and you have to go home and tell your wife and like maybe she forgives you and maybe she doesn't but like, you <laughs> living a double life for eternity is how that stressful.
0: really how that and I and I, again she found out like you know I think she found like a receipt somewhere mm, and like so you look at the receipt and you go what the fuck is that yeah. and then you start asking questions and when you start asking questions that's just like our, our listener who wrote in once you start asking questions and again I don't think it's great to be going through somebody's phone but like you're gonna get you're gonna find what you're looking for
1: well but also I don't think that you go through somebody's phone unless you have like a nag suspicion Mm -hmm. in the back of your mind and i really believe that our intuition is strong like there are so many times like have you ever just you're staring at someone and they feel that they're being stared at and they look at you that's real stuff Mm -hmm. so like obviously she knew that something was going on so she looked at his phone to confirm it and like that's that
0: but you've looked at my phone have you thought i was cheating on you before no so you just were nosy
1: no i looked at your phone because i thought you were lying about something and you were (laughs)
0: <laughs> but it wasn't like a correct well f- for the my for the,
1: intuition but says you're for, shady but
0: for the record state it wasn't about a female
1: no but that was, was just never something in the it was like Babe, come on i know you're not cheating on me i'm just okay. saying i'm just saying
0: <laughs> unless it's with expression yeah <laughs> fucking russian I, i'm not a fan of the russian they're just they're not happy people
1: you, how not, many Russians do you know?
0: I know enough to know that it's just a very like stoic, quiet no, Chernobyl No, just because they don't face.
1: smile for yeah, fun I in I school like people pictures. Who, I
0: like people who smile.
1: It's it's kind of weird. We're the only country in the world that like smiles for fun. Like other places oh, really? don't do that. Like we, smi- we always smile, right? Yeah. We look at someone and we smile or like on picture day, we smile in school pictures. Other cultures do not do that. The French do not smile in their school Listen, pictures. All I
0: know is smiling. When Russians
1: sp- don't look at a stranger and smile on the street they would think that that person was a looney tune but
0: what we need in this world is more human connections like we have this social media right it's just like anti-social media right everything's about like kind of like the, the, this world we want to project on others and it's like it's crazy to think that if you're having like a gloomy day you just go up to a stranger and smile and say like hi how are you or something and i know it sounds creepy saying that but like that's what we need and we live in these cities where like we don't even like we'll be, we'll be hiking and someone will walk by us and not say hi and it's like we're the only people on the trail
2: yeah say fucking weird. hi like any so, other place you just be like a yeah, nod. yeah. Like, how do you not I notice some sort of acknowledgement
0: yeah. smile show your gums and be like hey how are you and yeah. it's but it's a cultural thing
1: it's a cultural thing so maybe that's our culture but maybe it's not their culture
0: Anyway, back to you so <laughs> uh, in your russian families yeah so do you i mean what what level of because you talk about sex and in, in dating and stuff mm-hmm. in your stand-up uh what level of amount of creeps like comic wise are trying to hit on you after they hear you tell a joke about fucking because it's almost like when a when a woman tells a joke about fucking a lot of guys think that that means they have that they have the chance you know what i mean
2: um really not that many
0: <laughs> you're like i wish it was more
2: it's honestly like i'm like oh is it me like am i ugly? <laughs> no i um i mean it's a good thing i think like i also do feel like i kind of make a choice when i'm doing stand-up to be just like not at least like sexual looking like I don't usually like dress up that nice like I feel like I sort of try to be like like I'm a dude uh, whatever. like I'm just kind of like and what's gross. the
0: strategy of that
2: I just you know I don't want people to just like be laughing I want it at attention. yeah I just want them to laugh at my material not like oh she's a cute girl gonna laugh at her um but if
0: I gave you if I gave anyone advice to not dress pretty I would be literally that would be the end of yeah my but life that's a personal online. choice
2: I think some girls go the other way with it and they lean into it but for me I'm not like I don't know, just like haven't done that. But I've, yeah, not really that many guys actually that have been creepy after shows. And I'm just like, I'm thankful.
0: You're like, but I need to, yeah, I mean, yeah. that's good. I mean, you don't want to be followed to your car, but no. also like, yeah, you have to like know what your kind of brand is. And, yeah.
1: Like. yeah. Well, you do the same thing too, right? i mean well, not to the same extent i will never like obviously you do not understand what it's like to be a girl and have to like deflect like a, actual like real crazy or like real danger Yeah, but i got that one stalker
0: i have that one stalker it's insane if you if you took the phone and just went like that for like 10 minutes you could go through everything she's sent me since i've responded Jeez. and i know who she is we used to go to school together yeah, exactly. it's not even someone i used to hook up with it's just someone who's like whatever is that
2: scary like do you need Like a restraining order? Is it
0: just more? (laughs) No, I don't think it's scary at all. I think she thinks like I think she's very conservative with some of her viewpoints about what like you shouldn't have sex like until you're married, and she thinks our podcast is like sex, so she she thinks that uh, women are all um uh, are harlots. Is that what the term she uses? <laughs> harlotry. Yeah. She uses all these like old school terms like har- harlotry for when people are like having sex before. And of course, like harlot, it's yeah, it's like harlots <laughs> sound kind of cool. It's like harlots, harlots
1: is fun. actually a really good show on great. Hulu. <laughs> if anyone wants to watch it, I think there are two seasons. Really good. But I'm like, she I don't does. think
0: you listen to the podcast because we talk more about like just like communication than sex. Mm. I mean, sex is good and all, but sex and you is know
1: what my mom said on the phone today this morning? She was like, "Looks like things are going well with your like painting and your sex thing." That's what she said You're to me. And your sex, Your sex thing. <laughs> That's cute. It's so I, didn't, funny. I don't even bother to correct her at this yeah. point because it's like, no matter what I say, she's not going to get it
0: well we used to be called you up that was the name of the oh, podcast cool. we had a. Uh, it's funny because we actually had nikki glazer on once and now she has a show called you up i'm not saying she stole i'm not saying yeah. she stole the name of us but our libson domain, like where we host that. is called you up the like you can still go to it it's us we've changed the title because you i should had,
2: sell the domain name to her Make yeah back on it nah,
0: fuck that <laughs> <laughs> or come back on the. i just spit come back on the <laughs> podcast nikki uh but anyway um and so then we i was like all right i need to become something that's kind of like a little catchy so we were called sex actually but you know it's like love actually but sex but we really don't talk about sex so the sap is obviously like sex actually podcast sap became more of like the sort of um metaphor of what like the tree is you know like rooted like our icon is like a tree but it's two people it's two humans like connected as a trunk like mm-hmm. that's a tree and it's really like like sap and then sap is also the the blood of the tree yeah. so it's got this whole thing where it's like not to sound super like gay sappy. about it. Gay. yeah but that's what and we call our know, sappy yeah. what, what do we call our listeners i don't even know sap sap saplings saplings so yeah. sap fam. but it, but that's kind of what it became so it's like yeah right, you know that's it's it's about being rooted in who you are and and growing but not like not not being so needy that you need to take all the sunlight for you because you're just gonna overshadow the thing that should be growing next to you and that's a relationship you should Mm -hmm. be growing next to each other you shouldn't be growing on top or like you shouldn't be needy and be a vine and suck all the shit out of the other person you should be growing next to each other which i hope that you and the finance bro liam can do yeah um (laughs) We'll have to have him call in one day when oh you when you guys are <laughs> official, whatever. Um, what do we want to get to next? So so you got so you 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 fixed your vagina, mm-hmm. and then you went on a sex rampage. Yes, uh, respectively <laughs> a which is good. I mean, you're yeah. young. You really are young. You're 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 26, so you're at the age where I'm not saying you, you, that your generation hasn't had to deal with like slut shaming and this and that, but you're part of like this like liberation. Like we're gonna look back as this is a totally, time to free yeah. the nipple. The I the, was the,
2: calling. I was like 2019 is the year of the peen. Like we are in. It, it, this is the time. And it's, <laughs> yeah.
0: Now, but how? So, so when you talk about sex and things like that on stage, because uh-huh. I've had handwritten letters from my mom telling me that, like, she thinks what I'm doing is like disgusting uh-huh. and this and that, <laughs> and she means well, but she's just like she doesn't, you know, she's she's old school, but uh she so she doesn't even know what a podcast. Her. She has no idea what the radio, yeah, radio show. Yeah. 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 So, like, what do your parents think of like you talking about sex on stage? Or
2: my parents are very like open with that kind of thing. They're both really funny, so they don't. They're just like.
0: Okay, and they've been married they're still yeah, married they've
2: been married 20 i guess eight years i'm 26 wow
0: yeah. are you yeah. the oldest sibling? yeah i am yeah i have younger brother and you have one younger brother mm-hmm. so you were the first trial run now tasha is the oldest so this is interesting because i don't know if your personality types are similar but so we asked uh, beforehand but you've you you you're familiar with your love languages. Yes. what what would you say is like the the, the biggest thing you crave
2: um, I haven't taken a test in a while, but if I remember correctly, I think it was quality time, which makes sense. Yeah, I like that. And then I remember I wasn't big on gift giving, which I was like, okay, cool. Like I like that now and then, but sometimes I'm just like, okay, what? So it's quality time.
0: Does Liam get you gifts? how does he fit into what you need is he good at what you need with quality time yeah. when you yeah. went to honduras together one night in honduras <laughs> <laughs> oh, that yeah. sounds like a sexy movie one night novel. in honduras it's like skip past the ads we're going into it <laughs> one night in honduras yeah. so um so he's good at knowing and have you had to have that communi- communication or is it just a natural fit it's
2: just natural yeah like he'll call me i'm like this is so- i've never been like who does that anymore
0: so he knows when to call When to give you that time What about date nights What about like Knowing when Like like I, what sort of Quality time do you need Is a phone call At the end of the night enough
2: I like that But like date nights Like we'll start them Like right after the work day ends And then it's like We're not on our phones Like we're just very much Like with each
0: other And like you Oh know. you do device free time I mean not
1: that
2: it's been Like stated
1: I think it's just been Like kind of a like, Well, I well noticed, when you're like, having So much fun together yeah, I, like, You I don't, don't want to look At your phone
0: I ate yeah. uh, an, This is actually Sunday night I ate an extra edible Last Sunday Because nice. I had basically and I was like i'm gonna eat an edible yeah. and i apparently was high in bed edible high on my phone and tasha got so mad at me for being on my phone i was so high i don't and i try to put my phone down and i just dropped it oh, off no. the <laughs> bed and, I, and then i literally lights out woke up eight hours later like totally fine but it's like do you guys do you know are you at the stage of relationship where you can be um abrupt and say like stop doing that.
2: No. I don't think yet. No.
1: They're brand new. It's new they're like, still yeah. like cozy and tiptoey and like nothing's wrong with each
3: exactly. other yet. Cuz
0: yeah, Tasha yeah. started that shit right when we started dating. She was like, like what? uh uh, uh. kind of just like not accepting the things that I probably got by with as friends cuz we were friends mm. first. So like she was like there was uh if 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 a, if an alarm can go off on your inside, and that's kind of what it is, is an alarm when you know we've we, you, when you can look into the fight or flight response when you feel like somebody's your
1: limbic system
0: fucking with your. And we read an article and it was about flaring the limbic system uh-huh. when your limbics are flared. And when ta- Tasha's got one of those like very like her gauge for flaring the limbics is a very specific. Uh, you zone, and if you don't hit it, which is probably daily, I think I would say daily. And we talk about highly sensitive people a lot. And I think, Tasha, whether it's sunlight, sound, touch, uh, uh, any, I mean, there's a
1: yes, l- I'm a highly sensitive person. Are you a Pisces? No, oh. I'm a Taurus. This this highly sensitive thing is a new development of the past couple of years but I find myself like very easily irritated yeah. and sometimes you just need like whatever the stimulus is to right. go away. I feel that. And like but so we live when in Los Dave Angeles. is the stimulus, <laughs> when Dave is the stimulus and I can control yeah. stimulus Dave, I do yeah. because there's plenty of other things that I but can't that's control. That's my alter ego, yeah. Stimulus, yeah. Dave. <laughs> <Yeah>. stimulus Dave. <laughs>
0: that's what I try to have sex with. I'm like you ready for stimulus Dave? Stimulus Dave and the <laughs> break flare that limbics. vagina, Jane yeah. <laughs> flare your limbic's all right uh but yeah i mean like it's still i, I still think and again we talk about it, we joke about it but i still think that i take the brunt of traffic's bothering you and then if i don't answer the phone your are like limbics are flared from something else and it's like what can i be mad at well you can be mad at the dog you can kick the dog all you want but he's not gonna know but you can be mad at me this is where this is no where, one kick your dog this is please. where the therapy Dave comes in trying where we, to make we, jokes do
1: you guys go to therapy
0: no. This is it. This You're not, a, right. Yeah. You,
1: <laughs> so yes, we do. <laughs> Poor <We're>, people therapy. <laughs> no,
0: we've talked about it a lot. and We want to, and we're, we're definitely we've definitely done probably as much work as we can without that. But I will say we've learned a lot by like some real ugly, ugly fights. Not crazy, you know, wake up all the neighbors types of fights, but mm-hmm. just the type where like as a codependent guy, I I truly mean this. I never want a moment to be like fighting. But I also mm-hmm. am I like a man, and sometimes. Uh, you know stimulus dave over here sometimes i just can't let shit fly
1: well like literally two seconds ago you were starting to give me shit for being a person who like spelled it out for you and told you exactly what i needed but the fact of the matter is that like the biggest improvements that we've had in our relationship have come because we had those very honest very hard talks and like that i don't know that's what you need sometimes so for some Mm -hmm. people in some relationships it flows perfectly like you and liam you just are naturally on the same page with your love languages or whatever and Mm -hmm. so it's an easy ride for you but our love languages are disconnected he's more of like he likes affirmations Mm -hmm. i like quality time Um,
0: Which I think is very fair for a lot of men that they just want like their belly rubbed and like a, you know, like I I want to impress you.
1: But the point being is that like I've had to learn how to think of affirmations as something even worthy of attention because I don't value them on the receiving end. I don't know how to give them. It's not my like go to to give affirmations. My go to would be to give the things that I know I love, like quality time or whatever else. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't bother
0: me. But how could you have ended after my baseball game today? It doesn't bother me you know i did well i got the win but like i
1: ju- but uh, i just it doesn't occur to me babe to tell you but good that's game. like that's I thought, like, you know you had a good game yeah. we that's were the all point. there we that's saw the it point. was a good game and
0: this is right this is what would happen after stand-up like you have a good set whenever you walk off stage and she's quiet and you go listen you fucking autistic fuck <laughs> with your dead eyes looking at me say good game say good set oh my babes out there sweating sexy my like you know, I was painting okay. the other day. Hey, t-
1: babe, I- let me tell you something. Good game today. Thank you, honey. <laughs> that was a really good game. That. I
0: don't need it. I don't. Uh, yeah. right. No, no, no. I need it. But I, but then I deflect if, if like, if you, if somebody, and it doesn't happen often, but if you came up to me and was like, Dave, you're fucking killing it on stage. You're looking, you're, 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 you're killing it. I'd be like, ah, shut up, whatever. Yeah. But, uh, but on the inside, I'm quite like,
2: woo. <laughs> Have you tried just saying thank you?
0: <laughs> to myself? Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm good. Here's, here's what I, I'm good at accepting a compliment and not necessarily giving one back if you said hey dave you have nice eyes oh thank you so much i wouldn't necessarily be like you have nice eyes too because that that's not genuine i'll give you a genuine compliment but i'll like absorb it thank you so much i appreciate that like i'm good at taking the compliment that way but then also i'm kind of like all right i can off like i like it's so easy like uh, filling up my love well with an affirmation is like when the plane dumps the water on the fire the boom done fill it's okay. over I don't need multiple affirmations so it's so easy whereas like if you need quality time you need hours of this and that yeah that's that's to me foreign to be like quality time quality time is like me bringing you in the car along with my errands that's what I would like that's how wrong I am Whereas, like I think that you just wanting to hang out with me is quality time we'll go get some other shit mm-hmm. done so I've had to learn that like no quality is like Saturday we're gonna go to a country music festival together that's gonna be some quality time mm-hmm. right that'll fill up your love well it'll be a good time but like for me I don't need I like that but I don't need that. Mm-hmm. That's where we differ. What does your boyfriend need? What do you think he needs? Not my boyfriend. <laughs> the Her,
2: future um,
1: undefined relationship. relationship.
2: Yeah. Like um, what
0: like can you specifically say what like really makes him feel loved?
2: I don't know yet. I think it might be a mixture of quality time and also some affirmations.
0: Yeah. yeah. And yeah. affirmations isn't big for you as a comedian?
2: Um I think because I get it elsewhere I don't necessarily. Like it's nice. Um
0: And where else where do you get it? You mean from the stage just from Yeah, like yeah. to me
2: that's like gratifying um i guess same same here i mean it's definitely
0: gratifying to know you do well in stand-up comedy live theater there's certain art forms where you get you get that yeah. feeling right away versus like writing a screenplay you know like, ah, i feel good but like I, yeah do i think like it? to
2: me like because i'm so busy if i'm giving somebody a few hours like that's like the most i could give someone right now is like my time so if that's being given to me that means a lot because i'm like oh wow this person's busy too and like you only have 24 hours in a day and the fact that you're giving me some of those hours that's yeah like, you amazing. realize
1: that time is so valuable, so valuable yeah. in a place like los angeles where everyone's hustling exactly. 24 hours a day yeah. just trying to stay afloat
0: totally plus it's probably good too since you don't live together that you know when you're hanging out that it's quality time for the most part. Right. We got to share a shitter. Yeah, that's not quality sharing the shit yeah. is not quality time yeah you know but there's there is quality time involved with living together but it can also be like who's going to pass out on the couch first and that's not quality time like mm-hmm. falling like you know and i'm not saying it in a sad way like a lot of relationships are like two people that just sit down in there you know like we'll, we'll, we'll be old when we have separate recliners i feel like that's when you know you're old and you got that <laughs> yeah. separate fucking like not leather but it's like it's like yeah, a boy, floral sure. it's like a floral <laughs> design really old school. And, yeah. you just, and then you get home from work you sit down you kick back and you don't even touch each other that to me is like so and you love it i'm like beautiful i mean but that's how we are sometimes we're like i'll come home and she'll be sleeping and it's like we're kind of together but yeah you got to remember but also i you know there you have to be reasonable with how much quality time you need like how how often do you expect that date night to happen
2: i mean lately we've only been able to hang out like once a week but it's been like one really long night and like i would like a little bit more but it's like okay, next week, so you're like I have shows every fucking night. Like we're not gonna hang out. So you know? would
0: say your love language, your your love well, is not overflowing, but it's not. You're not like a desperate like, ah, touch me. You no, know. not at
2: all. Like I feel very. This is the first time I've dated someone when I don't feel just like that constant anxiety of like, oh my god, what's happening? Like, where's this going? I just feel very like. Like I haven't heard from him in like three hours today. And like, I feel like with past guys, I've been like, what the fuck is it going on? Like, what is he doing now? I'm I'm
0: genuinely happy for you. It's very, it's a, it isn't it the worst, isn't it the worst feeling to just wonder what someone else is doing? Totally. I mean, I'm still
2: horrified that it will end and I'll have to end my life if it doesn't go anywhere. Um, (laughs) It'll be really tragic. But yeah, it's, it's really nice to not feel like,
0: and what, and what, what are you? Cause this uh, honestly, before this relationship, it, or even sometimes not so much anymore. Like I think uh, the longer the relationship, the more benefit of the doubt you give somebody that like, if they don't get back to you right away, like last week, a couple of weeks ago, Tasha wasn't accepting my phone calls. And like, I knew I'd go be able to like bring home flowers and try mm-hmm. to show her love. Like I knew, I knew I could sh- try my best to show her love, but she wasn't answering the phone. So yeah, I just, but, but like if that happened in an a, a, a old relationship, I'd be like, well, guess that person's dead. Like if yeah. you're not answering the phone, like let alone like texting back at a reason, like we don't, communicate text message like th- i don't get the dopamine rush they used to get when you'd get that text message Yeah, but be, yeah. that dopamine rush comes with the opposite feeling of like where the fuck are you you like you know what i mean where you just get so angry st- anxious all these things in early on in relationships i don't know if you know some people are just like scarred in different ways but i feel like yeah. uh, that silent treatment or not not hearing back from somebody And it's like, I'm not going to be, like, overburdening somebody with, like, a million texts, but, like, you know when that text hasn't been responded to. Yeah. You don't need 15 texts. You know, I sent that to you. You haven't responded. Right. I don't know. And that does... Has that that ever bothered you?
1: Yeah, sure. I mean, just the other night, you were mad at me because I was mad at you because you came (laughs) home an hour later than you said you were going to be home and I was starting to have that panic like oh my god I haven't heard from him it's an hour later than he said he was going to be home and I text you and you know you walk through the door two minutes later but you know you let it get to that point of like you told me you were going to be home at a specific time you didn't send me any follow up that was like hey later than expected Mm -hmm. or whatever so all of a sudden my mind goes to worst case scenario that you're dead on the side of the road somewhere Because Los Angeles is a horribly dangerous place to drive that's around, like a mom thing and I to haven't think. heard of, from you. No, see, I think
2: that's something you think when you like love somebody. It's like, oh, they're dead. Like that. See,
0: I learn. would think that, and not in our relationship, but I would think if someone's not responding to me i don't think they're dead that's the best case scenario is yeah, but that dead. wasn't
1: a non-responsive thing that was just uh you said you were going to be home at 10 and it's 11 o'clock and i haven't heard a p like your, no
0: this was a is, this yeah. was a 9 p.m i got home at 9 45 and i was on a show where what are like you
1: talking about that's completely wrong
0: that's what it was
1: no the, obviously you came home late two times i then.
0: got the text <laughs> thread babe I'll go I'll, I'll, I'll be a I'll, I'll uh, be a defense lawyer here and show you no but like in. in I guess like I, I gave you the best case scenario time because I know you really don't care that's what and it's like I'm coming home it was a shit you know one of those shitty shows you do the audience sucked it was all comics in the audience yeah. and I called them I was like the reason none of you getting laid isn't because dating in LA is hard it's because you all suck no one wants to be with you it's a lot it of attraction you're shitty audience, I just went yeah. off and they were all comics yeah. they were like first year know, I'm just like mm. Fuck all of you, and yeah. then like Landon, who, my my buddy Landon, he's a host, and he was like, "Okay, Dave Neal, everybody," <laughs> and then people were like, "Fuck that guy," I'm like, "No, fuck you." It was yeah. like, but it was also like, you know, sometimes if if you're dealing with like an apathetic crowd of your peers if they're not listening you just gotta i was just throwing t- i was just throwing fucking bombs at them yeah. but then so then i come home thinking like i got some tacos, or no like i had food coming or whatever and i was all excited and i'd come home and tasha's not happy and i go wow because this was my solution to my shitty night was mm-hmm. coming home to a happy girlfriend so like all i ever want is to come home to happiness but also i i hear you and like we you know we worked it out but i was like no no no, like time is so precious that i don't i want to avoid that and i and i'm at fault for like giving you the best case scenario but it's like i wasn't gallivanting or like hanging out after the show i'm pretty good at like doing my thing i'll network when it's or like catch up with people on a need be basis but i'm not like hanging out because i got nowhere else to be you know,
1: but the point is, like, don't overpromise and underdeliver. Like, you're setting yourself up for failure. If you knew you weren't going to be home at that time, why did you tell me you were going to be home at that time? Just give me a realistic estimate.
3: Yeah. And
1: if and you knew what time you said to me, so if you're sitting at the place and it's not the time that you told me it was going to be, just tell me. Well,
0: you know, what the other funny thing is, when you bomb that bad, you can't leave right away because yeah. <laughs> they're going to talk <laughs> shit about you. So I like bombed so bad, and then was like waiting for like anyone had w- try to talk shit from stage because be like yeah. Yeah, i just had to go at it it's how how stupid is this <laughs> i don't i don't normally have like this hostile vibe but like sometimes and it's it's not like stand-ups not going well but it's like sometimes you hit this string of such shitty audiences that like we're not you know, we're not painters who can just do the painting and then bring it to the art show like the art show is the audience and if they're not there i don't have a fucking painting to sell is that a stupid analogy does that make sense so it's like i'm i'm like if if some if three nights in a row i'm taking away my valuable time to go do stand up and like there's no one in the audience Sometimes it's pissing me the fuck off because all I want to do is test this joke by some humans that aren't comedians mm-hmm. and dead inside. And you know, and again, and then you'll get a run of like five or six good shows where you're like, I'm the best of the thing in the world. Yeah. And like, you get a little bit of both. You're actually, we got to get going because you're heading to one of those shows right now, right? Is it you're, already 8:30? No, no, it's not 8:30. It's it's actually just um, it's 10 minutes to eight, so we okay, have we have a, yeah. we have a no few rush, minutes. Yeah. But if I'm like, late, no
2: I I would be happy. <laughs> I don't want to go.
0: How do, how do you how's your how's your like? Let's pivot to your stand up. How's it going in L.A.? What's, I'm in such
2: a rut right now yeah how so i don't know i just like i feel like the last two months i've just been like just swept up in like dating this guy and like i just haven't felt motivated honestly i haven't felt funny because i'm like you know not depressed it's like so crazy how hard it is to write jokes and you're um not miserable
0: every day <laughs> See, uh, i can't write i can't write jokes when i'm in a bad mood oh
2: i have to be but it's and then also it's, like, <laughs> it's just been exhausting and i'm like hold on and i i think before that i had a run of a few really shitty shows and then i was like oh this is just really like turning me off and like i was just like i'm gonna take a couple months to like just chill and like explore a different aspect of life and like fuck it i'm no regrets but i haven't been up i know, honestly I haven't gotten up in like five days i'm probably gonna eat shit tonight because i forgot all my material good <laughs> um, go eat shit yeah, over there exactly in, but in then the it's valley. like next week it's it, things are picking back up and yeah um, i think it's i'm kind of coming out of my my little rut. but i'm working on i just started taking this like pilot writing class so i'm trying to explore like the writing side a little bit more and um just kind of see nice yeah
0: well you got to do our mimosa stand-up show yes i'm
2: sorry i was at my brother's graduation that i know last time.
0: i know you couldn't make that one so the next one is june 23rd is that a date you can do yeah, or otherwise we'll do july can you do june 23rd yeah, i think i'm here all right so everyone who's listening you want to see ronica you got to come to june 23rd some of our listeners that live in the yeah. la area some even have driven in from over an hour and a half away oh shit it looks show. like
2: such a fun show I was so sad it's I a fun
0: show it's a, it. a, it's a it's a t- and, and again if people can't make it they go to the patreon we've launched our patreon uh-huh. you can catch up on on old episodes there and, um, yeah, it's it's interesting. It's interesting what we're trying to do now because one, this listener who wrote in this horrible review of me, uh-huh. the thing she was mad about was that, and again, oh, oh I just oh, I spilled my beer. I um, Every Oh, I can't give. Day. I don't have my phone on me. Do you want some tissues? No, it's fine. Yes, please. What's a tissue going to do? Babe,
1: so, I, I mean, I literally, when you sat down, I was like, that's going yeah, to, what? I can't it, have it the
0: beer on this stupid stream over here.
1: Nobody wants your beer to be on the stream. I'm just saying
0: they can't see it. Why? You're not allowed to drink on it or something. Really?
1: But the point (laughs) is, is that you've got a perfectly reasonable place to put your drinks. And you (laughs) put all this stuff, like this bucket of ice that's leaving watermarks on here. It's a drip. (laughs) And every time, no, literally he, he knocked over a vase of flowers and and didn't clean up the water. Like he just let the water sit on there. And there was a huge watermark that sat around for like a week and a half Mm -hmm. because I'm not the mom. I'm not his mom. Right. And I thought, sure, He'll clean up after himself. I'm redesigning the
0: studio. Go to the Instagram page and look at the studio. (laughs) Anyways... Side the track, point is side that Dave doesn't clean up after
1: himself up. unless I nag him yeah.
0: every every night no, we have what's called pre-bed ritual PBR pre-bed ritual <laughs> what is that and like, what, what we started like? this because we would get in these stupid fights because I would I would be the one who would, I could pass out and just like roll into bed. once I'm passed out even if I wake up I'm like done for the night uh-huh. and I could roll into bed and like clean up whatever's left out for tomorrow and that's like blah, blah, blah. she's at nature so we started pre-bed ritual because she would get all stressed out that like I'd be passed out and there'd be like two dishes left on the thing so it but anyway now it's become tasha passes out literally w- first act of the movie she's done she doesn't even know the there are character developments that are happening she doesn't even know they're in the movie she you passed out before hillary swank even got into the no, movie i
1: saw hillary swank last night we watched that new netflix Something mother, or something.
2: It's called
0: I Am Mother. It's a robot movie. Anyway, everyone well, everyone's, everyone's I, dead, or who, ex- sense. Bruce Willis hey, shows don't up. Spoil. I just wrote spoilers that don't exist. So left turn. But I'm poking at her. I'm like trying to wake her up, and she's dead as a doornail. And then I'm cleaning everything up. So the point is, is, I'm so agreeable. I'll clean up, do all these things. But God forbid, I spill a fucking flower vase.
1: Just clean. Just wipe up it. the water. That's all I But takes. That's my point. Is I it's God. just like get rid of the water so stains. Two, so, it looks gross. So two
0: episodes ago, we had Jess. Um, I don't know if you know Jess. And um, she had Moldora. to look at
1: the stained cushion no, and that's she was the grossed point. The out. point is, is that Jess, <laughs>
0: we started talking about like, Ugh, things are stupid boyfriends do. And then and then Raquel Pomplin, past guest, our friend Raquel, she's listening to the podcast, sending photos to Tasha about shit. Her I'm boy- getting
1: so many Instagram DMs of people whose boyfriends don't put the cat back on the toothpaste. Apparently this what is like fuck? a common thing yeah, that but- happens. Dave, never puts the cap okay never is not a word i should say 30 percent of the time does not put the cap back on the
0: toothpaste never put your cap back on the toothpaste if you want
1: to drive a woman crazy if you want to be alone why does that matter because it's disgusting and it's in the bathroom and there's like poop particles flying in the air i'm pulling i'm
0: pulling your hair out of the drain like a rope. Yeah, I'm okay. That that's not
1: it. true because She's I'm not, the only she, person that pulls hair out of the drain. you're not <laughs> actively pulling hair out of your head
2: and plopping it in the drain. You are actively not putting the tooth cap on. That is fucking. No, weird, I'm acting
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. well <laughs> but is it because I'm I'm take the tooth I take the toothpaste. Out. This is some
2: shit you do when you have Seeker family in Russia.
0: Stimulus like, day. This is <laughs> a stimulus day. So I that's put insane. the I put the toothpaste on the thing, I got a mechanical toothbrush, and uh-huh. then I go take a pee. That's right. I okay. multitask. I do the same thing, it's fine. Okay, good. I pee while I do that. But it's like I'm not. But you can't
1: put, the, wash your hand when you're done, you wash your hands and mm-hmm. all I'm asking is that you survey the area. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that really gets me is that he can like walk out of the kitchen and leave kitchen drawers open. Like he'll leave like a utensil drawer open and it's like when I walk out of a room, I survey the area. Right. I'm getting to check better. my I'm workspace. Tie up everything. Yeah, yeah. I see but if that's anything's my create, left out. That's my
0: creative path is No, a that's sloppy. such a cop no, yeah. out <laughs> listen.
1: because you're sitting at a table of creatives and none of us are slobs. Listen,
0: like, Listen, you we'll we'll clean. end it on this. We'll <laughs> end it on we'll end it on mine, and then we'll go.
3: <laughs> I get the last one.
0: This is what this is what's literally gonna leave me like this is I'm gonna be be put in an insane asylum for this. We have a small place. It's a studio, right? There's not much room. I'm gonna turn up. I'm gonna just whisper this one. I'm gonna keep making it. Right? See, we. I'd like to cook. I'm a cooker, right? I go to. We have one pot. We keep one pot, all right? We don't have room for all these pots. Mm -hmm. We have one pot. Every time I want to boil my fucking eggs for work, the job I don't want to go to, join the patreon.com slash (laughs) up. Every time I go to boil, what do I find in that pot? What do I find? Do you want me to go look right now? Do you know what's in that pot right now? Macaroni. Yesterday's mac and cheese. Tasha Courtney, everybody. No,
1: you deserve (laughs) to give me some defense here because you passed out. I PBR'd. I came in here, saw that the pot was still on the stove. I was like, I'm not going to put that in the container right now. It's one in the morning. Because you never do. It's one in the morning. And so I just stuck the container in the fridge. That's what I did. (laughs) And by by by
0: container, you mean pot. pot.
1: I stuck the pot in the fridge. What if we
0: agree to never let that pot leave the stovetop? What if we agree to that? Right here on this podcast, episode 340.
1: Well, that means during PBR, you're going to have to put the macaroni in the container. We have so much
0: Pyrex. You were
1: passed out. You were tucked in bed and I was doing all the PBR. Uh, could we get
0: the security cameras? Have you heard the Bill cameras? and Melinda
1: Gates thing? Not
2: to interrupt. But Please. I read this article about how they both like, their biggest thing is that they always do the dishes and they clean up everything before going to bed. And they're like, we don't go upstairs to that room until everyone in the family has done
0: I like that. Yeah. And And we're pretty much there. I mean, I mean, honestly, I,
1: it's true. Once we gave it an acronym, it really helped us out because it was like a persistent fight. Yeah. And so
0: Tasha is very ritualistic anyway, so that it was good because I'm not, but I know like for the podcast and we'll get out of here. Right. But like for the podcast, it, it, uh, what what uh, what it requires for me to prime this thing and get it ready to going is like a 10 minute like scramble. Mm-hmm. For Tasha, she wants like 2 days notice. She wants to take t- you know what I mean? she needs a she needs an hour or two. Like she likes she like I
1: like well just how we were saying like about surveying the area like Dave Dave yeah. doesn't see details and maybe this is a guy thing, maybe this is just a Dave thing, but like <laughs> I want the house to be like very clean and put together and presentable and I pay attention to all the little oh, tuck the in sense? the corners and blah blah blah. Like yeah, all that and stuff is important. That. To yeah. me. I respect
0: that. I just it just it's like bro i just didn't see that i just I, I i'm reading braille here i don't see what you see so like i respect that you want that and i'm not trying to make it emotional labor on you i just have to but know if now i have
1: to say it every single like, week well like i had my like, baseball
0: game at t- at two today and i knew it was i knew we'd get home in like 45 minutes before you know before the podcast started so we had this place like almost airtight ready to go and i I want the place to be clean. I want you to be happy and not stressed out. So like I pick up on you needing that but did it take 45 episodes of me being like, why the fuck is my chick such a cunt? Yeah, like it took a while for me to be like, she's a raging asshole to me. She gets so stressed out and then I go, oh okay well we're just different in my way it's not necessarily bad like i'm good at doing a million things at once i can do a million things at once and tasha like she you can't even talk to her if she's texting and walking she's walking at half the speed she's just like listen you're, we, you're.
1: we've said this before and i'll say it again it's better to do one thing with your full ass than a bunch of things half-assed
0: you ever see that street performer who's got the like, he's got like the meringue, he's got like the guitar and the drum thing and then if, if he like moves his leg, the, the little like snare A one-man band? Yeah, that's ah, me. I'm a one-man band. Man. I'm doing this, I I'm got the live you. stream. I'd rather
2: whole ass one thing than half ass. Yeah, but
0: that's you guys, that's, that's your style. That's your style, you know. That's and I'm and I'm That's happy the, for you guys. I'm the happy. Better You guys have that style. <laughs> but when you need a bunch of shit done, have <laughs> You come to Stimulus Dave. I'll take care of it you. How can people find you? Where do you live? Give out your social. Yeah, your, um, What's your What's your Instagram? No, I'm on
2: Instagram at Veronica K all day. Just the letter K. Um. Yeah.
1: Exactly. K- all, all I Yeah, all We'll take
0: day. a photo, we'll post it, we'll do all that. And then um yeah, so you'll so you're on the show. You're gonna do the June twenty third yes, show? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. an eleven thirty AM Mimosa stand wait, up is that show. A Sunday? It's a yeah, Sunday, you can't do class. it. That's it, folks. Woo! We gotta go. Wait, <laughs> wait, is it
2: how long it's when, literally at eleven thirty. But
0: is it forever or like when does the class it end it ends
2: um July twenty
0: first? That's probably like the July show. Well so we then when it's over we'll get you August. What time is your what time's your class at?
2: It's 11:30 to 2:30 at the clubhouse.
0: That's literally the worst time Fuck, for you. Yeah. I know.
2: I I had to cancel all these weekend plans. I had like I don't know. I'm I'll tell you
0: what. I'll it, do your act for you on stage and <laughs> date douchebags. <laughs> I'm, I'm stimulus <laughs> Dave. I date douchebags and okay. No, well, I'll oh, see I'm you in, uh, in August. Yeah, I really you'll do be in do the do August it. show yeah. and then f- when football season starts, we might have to move to Saturday because ain't no one yeah, trying to do Sunday true. morning The is when football is. It's just not. It's just not trying to happen. I'm mm-hmm. not. No one's funny enough to compete with Tom Brady. Fucking
1: the Bengals.
0: Anyway, um, all right. So it's it's Veronica K all day yes. on Instagram, and then any shows to promote, any or like what's what's when your monthly? This, come this comes out tonight, baby.
3: Oh, cool.
2: Yeah. So I do a show in Santa Monica called Funny AF. I post about it on my Instagram, but um, yeah, it's in Santa Monica at a dance studio. It's the next one's on Friday the fourteenth, and it's gonna be really fun. We're doing an after party afterwards, so
0: we'll just be drinking until you know five a.m. Ooh, Friday um, the f- Should we go? Yeah, Is that come. wait June? It'll wait, be really that's fun. That's this Friday.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Oh,
0: I'm working. I'm actually working till what time? You show at?
2: So it starts at nine, and then just kind of goes. I work
0: Santa Monica till nine. you want to meet Come me? Yeah. Tasha is gonna we're, agree, and then she's gonna flake because she's we gonna We have our there. thing the next day. Oh, uh, we're going to the uh, Boots and Brews. We're going to the country music concert cool. the next day. Either Sorry. way, maybe I'll stop by because I work in Santa Monica. Yeah, anyway, it
2: should be a good show. It's a lot. We always have a lot of fun, and it's like it's kind of an intimate dance space, and it's like a BYOB sort of chill.
0: Does it have the bar that you stretch on? What's that? Is that they, yeah, they have a <laughs> bar? bar. We, well, we cover that. everything with like a little curtain. How um, funny is it to stand up? places you got to do stand up here. way i did a yeah. show last week at a crossfit place oh, funny. That's how do you cool. do stand up and they didn't even yeah. like block off the stage it was just performing in front of like cords and weights yeah, <laughs> in front of a bunch of meatheads hmm. <laughs> anyway um thanks so much for doing the Thank show and me, good yeah. luck defining the relationship <laughs> and whatever else come on next time you have to promote something or with yeah. when the relationships defined. yeah we, we want to we want to follow up we be
2: like really happy or like really sad <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's what we just like here way, yeah. really happy <laughs> or really sad that's the episode everybody have a good week we'll see you next time bye bye Well, there you have it. That was our chat with Veronica and Tasha. Oh, they fell in love. Once the episode ended, Tasha was like, I'm going to get Chinese food. And I was like, don't order too much. And then Veronica's like, but then she'll have leftovers. And Tasha was like, I think I'm in love with you. They became friends. I love when we have new people in our home that we don't really know too well and we get to explore their lives find out about their broken vaginas I mean in what profession do you find out about somebody's broken vagina And we just daintily uh, dance around the topic Uh, anyway I'm Stimulus Dave and I've really enjoyed you guys listening to this episode I I like to tell people look if you've listened to four or five episodes before and you haven't written in and that's a lot of you that's probably 95% of you haven't written in I encourage you to write in I actually enjoy reading your emails write in sexactuallypodcast at gmail.com leave a slide into the dms if you do if you do like what we're doing and you don't have the funds to subscribe on the patreon there's other ways you can help us out if you enjoyed this contact share it with a few friends tell your boyfriend to subscribe all you have to do is hey siri subscribe to this app and it'll go into it you know what i mean uh we do appreciate you guys being here i can guarantee i would not have done 340 episodes of this podcast if i didn't have an audience that I felt like I was talking to. So thank you guys so much for being out there for, for just listening, for sharing with your friends. For those of you that subscribe to the Patreon, my gratitude, uh, my, my love. Well is overflowing with gratitude. The, The, it really doesn't take much to pursue The creative life when you know you've got people that support you that back you that leave comments on the youtube page you know all these episodes are now up on youtube we're dividing them up into little clips so go to the youtube just search dave Neal or sex actually podcast or the sap subscribe that's the that's the fastest way we're growing the podcast is on youtube people listen to the audio but the youtube's there it's really good at commenting leave a comment share some love share with your friends and again If you listen to this and you aren't subscribed, get on the Apple app, subscribe. It's the only way we rise the ranks is through subscriptions. That's the algorithm. If you subscribe to this podcast, I rise the ranks. I'm getting to a point now where I'm ready to go down to the Santa Monica Pier and pass out ice cream to people if they'll subscribe. I'll do anything to get you guys to be a part of this team because I believe in what we're doing and I believe in you guys that you're woke as fuck, ready to have these conversations and love our family more. Love the ones that we haven't even met yet. Love our dads, our moms, our siblings. You know what I mean? Like that love out. The, it's the thing that's gonna bond all of us. It's the highest form of energy that we have. It's 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 where creation happens through love, not hate, bitter resentment, ego. All those things are something we have to hurdle over to find true love. We love that you guys Listen to this podcast We love that we're able To share our Dirty laundry out there And talk to you guys About it So thank you guys so much Have a fucking Kick-ass week And if you'd love to Share with me What's good in your life Share with me Where you are Along your journey Whether it's uh, Whether it's Something that woes you With dating Or relationships Or success stories Or you're a divorcee Or a widow Or you're Just like single And fucking around And loving it I want I love those stories The best Share your You know Your dick-swinging stories We love those Anyway I, I'm telling you this because when i'm out there doing my thing stuck in traffic and i get an email alert that's uh you know jane from virginia and, uh, and we got fucking jane from virginia listens or like we had a, a guy mike who listens on his uh, coca-cola trucks where are you at where are all my people at? let me know that you're still listening i know the numbers are there i know you're out there i feel like i'm just like the guy end of the world that you know the apocalypse has happened apocalypse has happened and i've just got the radio going like please somebody respond to my messages Thank you guys so much for being out there. Thank you for sharing. And with a ton of gratitude, I really appreciate you guys. So have a great week, everybody. We'll see you later.